The message you're about listening to is from Pastor E.A. Adeboe, the General Overseer of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. Let us pray. Worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Worthy, worthy is the Lamb that was slain. Glory, glory, alleluia, glory, alleluia, glory, alleluia. Praise the Lord, worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Worthy, worthy is the Lamb. That was slain. Glory, glory, alleluia. Glory, alleluia. Glory, alleluia. Praise the Lord Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Is the Lamb Jesus? Jesus is the Lamb. Jesus, Jesus is the Lamb that was slain. Glory, glory, alleluia, glory, alleluia, glory. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Father mighty, we, we just want to worship your holy name. We want to give you all glory and honor for everything you've ever done for us. Thank you for loving us so much that you lay down your life for us. Thank you for even rising from the dead for our justification. Thank you, Lord, that we know you are coming back again. And when you return, we shall go with you. Father, accept our worship in Jesus' name. As we continue in our study, Lord God Almighty, please teach us more and draw us even closer to yourself. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, we are continuing with our series, Going Higher. And uh, today we will be in part 55. Our text will remain 1 Kings chapter 19. From verse 13 to 14, First Kings 19, 
13 to 14. And it was so when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entering in of the cave. And behold, there came a voice unto him and said, What doest thou here, Elijah? And he said, I have been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts, because the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thy altars, and slain their prophets with the sword. And I, even I only, am left, and they seek my life to take it away. We'll be looking at that section where he said, and I, even I only. As you grow higher in the Lord, as you grow higher in the Spirit, as you become more and more anointed, Beware of pride. There is only one I am. And that's God himself. Exodus chapter 3, verse 14. Exodus 3, verse 14. He said, I am that I am. And so you can understand what happened in John chapter 8 from verse 58 to 59. John 8, 58 to 59. When Jesus Christ called himself, I am. The Jews were furious. Who is this man comparing himself to God? Because, of course, they don't know about John chapter 1 from, I mean, verses 1 and 14. John 1, verses 1 and 14. In, be in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory. The glory as of the only begotten Son of the Father, full of grace and truth. They did not know that Jesus Christ was the Son of God and was equal to God. They believed that the name I am must be reserved for God and God alone. And when you cite the scriptures, you discover that the word I, me, mine, is just in the language of pride. That's the language of Satan. Isaiah chapter 14, from verse 12 to 15. Isaiah 14, 12 to 15. There you hear Satan saying, I will do this. I will do that. This is what will happen to my throne. So when you find someone always saying, I, 
mine. Uh, you know you're dealing with a proud first person. And the higher you go in the Lord, the more anointed you become, the greater the risk of you saying, I, my, me, my church, my achievements, I did this, I did that, I, I, I. I mean, for example, take one highly anointed man of God called Samson. In Judges chapter 14, from verse 1 to 3, Judges 14, from verse 1 to 3, he said to his parents, I found a beautiful girl among the enemies. What does it matter? Get her for me, for she has pleased me well. I, me, mine. In Judges 15, from verse 14 to 16, in Judges 15, from verse 14 to, 15, to 16, when he fought that great battle, when he was brought bound to the, to the uh, Philistines, and the power of God came mightily upon him, so that the yokes binding him were burnt as by fire. And he grabbed the jawbone of an ass, and the anointing flowed mightily. And, he, and before you knew what was happening, a thousand uh, soldiers lay dead. What did he say? Oh, <laughs> heap by heap, with the jawbone of an ass, I have slain a thousand men. There was no thank you, God. There was no reference to the one who sent down the power that destroyed the yoke. It was me, I. Even when he was in very serious trouble, Judges chapter 16, from verse 25 to 28, Judges 16, 25 to 28, when the enemy had caught him and plugged out his eyes, and he wanted to pray just one more prayer before he died. What did he say? God, empower me just one more time. Not that I may bring glory to you, he said, so I can avenge me of my eyes. It was in me, mine, all the way. So when you hear Elijah saying, I, even only I remain, you need to learn a big lesson here. You must never compare yourself to others, no matter how high you go. You must never have 
what they call the holier-than-thou attitude. Never. The Word of God says clearly, those who compare themselves among themselves are not wise. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. Second Corinthians 10, verse 12. You see, there's only one true judge, and that's God. There's only one who can say who is who. How high this fellow is, or how low, only God. I've told you before in the past, if you give a student his answer script and you ask him to grade it himself, he will score 100%. Because when he was writing down the answer, he thought it was correct. It is the teacher Going through the scripts, who will know, hey, wait a minute, <laughs> this is wrong. You are not as correct as you think. I could still remember years ago when I was doing my master's degree. And my professor gave me an assignment. And I wrote more than 40 pages on that assignment was glad that I've made a lot of progress. And I took the thing to him. And he looked at what I've written, and on the very first page, he saw an error. On page one. And so all the other pages was just a waste of time because it was based on something that was wrong in the beginning. If we ask Joshua, what kind of person are you? He's going to tell you, oh, by the grace of God, I am an extremely successful servant of the Most High God. I have done what Moses could not do. But read Joshua chapter 13, verse 1. Read the testimony of God himself in Joshua 13, verse 1. The Bible says Joshua was old and was stricken in age. And God said, Joshua, you are old. You are well stricken in age. And there is yet a lot of land to be possessed. You know the meaning of that? Joshua, you are a failure. You have failed me. Because I said to you, you are the one who will divide all this land to my people. Now you are about to die. See where you are. Anytime you are tempted to feel proud of your achievements, as you grow higher, because this is very important, Anytime you feel like comparing yourself to others, oh, by the grace of God, I love God more than these people. Oh, I pray more. I achieved more. Remember Isaiah 64, verse 6. Isaiah 64, verse 6 says, 
Even your righteousness is as filthy rags before God. What you consider your best might not even be acceptable at all to God. You see, the teacher, the one who is going to examine your papers, he is a perfect God. And he expects perfection. Matthew chapter 5, verse 48. Matthew 5, verse 48 says clearly, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. Ephesians chapter 5, from verse 25 to 27, Ephesians 5, 25 to 27, makes it clear. Jesus Christ is coming back for a bride without spot, without blemish, without wrinkle. That's how perfect you expect her to be. Are you that perfect yet? If God scores you high, if you hear from God and he says, well done, my son, you're doing great, he's only being gracious. <laughs> you see, the Bible says clearly in Romans chapter 9, from verse 15 to 16, Romans 9, 15 to 16, God said to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. Therefore, it is not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth, but of him that showeth mercy. If you achieve anything at all, it's of the mercy of God. Keep that in mind. Oh, God might be generous with his marks towards you. I mean, <laughs> for example, in Numbers chapter 12, verse 3, Numbers 12, verse 3, it is written concerning Moses. He was the meekest man on the face of the earth. Wow. What a great recommendation. But you need to remember, the, the man you are calling the meekest man <laughs> is... Uh, well known for his uh, violent temper. One example, Numbers chapter 20 is enough. Numbers 20 from verse 1 to 12. Go and speak to the rock. Let it turn around in anger. You people, stiff naked people, ungrateful people, you want water to drink? Must we give you water to drink? Is he the one giving water? Watch it, brother. Watch it, sister. Because you are going higher. That's why I'm hammering this issue at this period. I told you some couple of weeks ago, <laughs> we've been on this thing now for more than one year. It's time to begin to get into deeper waters. Having said that, however, relationship with God is strictly 
on individual basis. Not on collective basis. Your relationship with God has nothing to do with mine. It's you and yours alone. You and God. So when it comes to I, uh, that could apply. In your relationship to God, it is I, not we. <laughs> David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. It's between me and God. Psalm 23, verse 1. He said in Psalm 34, verse 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I. I will bless him at all times. I'm not talking about you. It's between me and him. In Romans chapter 14, verse 12, Romans 14, verse 12, the Bible says, Everyone shall give an account of himself to God. <laughs> when, God when it comes to God assessing you, it's going to be an individual business. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 13, 1 Corinthians 3, verse 13, the Bible made it clear. Everyone's work shall be tried by fire. Not all of us together. It's one at a time. When we get to heaven and God is about to reward us, every work we have done here on earth will be put on fire. It's one person at a time. Remember where we are going? There's no night there. So no rushing. There's no question of time is going. The pastor will stand on his own. The general overseer alone. The member of the choir alone. The usher alone. One by one. The fearful thing is that the whole universe will be watching. Please join us on this same station at this time for another wonderful experience as Pastor E.A. Adeboye exposes the deep mysteries in the Word of God. <laughs>